Welcome to the Gutsy Ladies Podcast. I'm your host, Bella Reynolds, and I'm a life coach on a mission to support midlife women to live their next chapters with ease, with clarity, and with confidence, to become a gutsy lady. A gutsy lady doesn't fade or shy away, and she doesn't use midlife as an excuse to live a life less fulfilled. She thinks, if not now, when? Until now, the story of midlife hasn't supported this vision for our lives, and it's time to talk about it. In this podcast, I share insights from my personal experience, as well as thoughts and lessons from thousands of hours of coaching. If you want to live your best life and are ready to do the work, then you are in the right place. Let's get started. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the Gutsy Ladies podcast. And it's, um, I'm loving this time of the year. It's such a great time for review and reflection. So we're coming into the final stages of 2023. And I'm doing a hell of a lot of this myself at the moment and also helping clients to do this. And the real question that I think is worth asking at this stage of the year is, who have I been in 2023? Immaterial to who you wanted to be, who you set out to be, um, what goals you'd set. Like, who have I been? in 2023 and therefore who do I want to be or become in 2024? So are there any changes that you want to make of the person that you've been this last 12 months, even this last six months? And if there are, basing it around that identity. And that's why I'm doing this episode about how to say no with confidence it's one from my own personal journey, I can promise you, as well as lots of clients' journeys, that one of the big things about the person that we want to be is someone that knows how and when and comfortably how to say no and also to say yes for the right reasons. But I'm really focusing on saying no because that's one of the big things that comes up a lot for my clients, particularly the stuck ones in the beginning stages, is they've got themselves into some really tricky habits and a lot of them around saying no. And there's a quote from Tim Ferriss that I want to share at this point, which is, what you don't do, what you say no to, determines what you can do. And that has been a really big understanding and learning for myself. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about why it's hard, why I believe it's hard to say no and why it's hard by um, not saying no, in why it's hard to set boundaries and really good boundaries. Also, what are some of the no's that have been pivotal to some of my clients? You'll be surprised with a few of them. Also, I'm going to um, discuss why it's important to learn how to say no. And finally, as usual with my action orientation, I'm going to give you four steps on how to say no better and easier. And maybe this will be one of the things that you bring into 2024. So first one is why do I think it's hard for humans to say no, and particularly midlife humans, and let's say particularly midlife women who want to be gutsier. The first one that's come to mind for me is all around the habit loop. And it simply becomes habitual to say no uh, sorry, I wish it was. Well, that's the end goal, right? But it um, habitually 
can become such a habit to say yes and yes and yes and not even realise that it's something that you're habitually doing until you go through a reflection process where you're like, I really wish I could have said no to that or halfway through progressing with the yes, it's like, why did I say yes to this? And why do I always say yes to this? Because by saying yes to this, accidentally, inadvertently, without realising it, I'm saying no to this or that, and that's what I would rather be doing. So I think the first thing is it's so easy in our habitual um, habit robot mode to actually say yes without recognising what you're really saying yes to and, in fact, there was a choice to say no and you probably would have wanted that. The second thing is when it's not clear on what you want, if you are not really clear on the goals that you have or the purpose that you have or who you really want to be, then often we say yes because we don't have the framework. We don't have essentially the key frameworks that helps us to have the boundaries that makes it easier to say yes or no. Another way of looking at this is your standards because often what we're saying yes to and not wanting to say yes to is because we haven't actually recognised that a no in that would set a standard for us and that comes with consequences. But really the second thing I've noticed that if you aren't really clear on what you want, who you want to be, become, then you haven't got a reason to to say no for. And that is a really powerful thing to think about. I'm going to say that again. That if you don't have a purpose, a drive, a clear picture of the person you want to be, you don't really have a clear understanding of what, of, um, what you're saying no for. And that's been my own experience as well. And then the third reason that I think it can be really hard to say no is part of some weirdy, typically weirdy belief systems. So unconscious understandings, unconscious, unconscious beliefs that actually are linked to what we think are truths, but in actual fact, if you bring them to light, they're probably not truths, about what saying no means. For some people, there'll be, if you say no too often or to certain people, that there's guilt, a little bit of shame, and who the hell do you think you are that you can say no to this? There could be some power plays going on. Um, if you actually say, continue to say yes to these people, then there's more chance of still being in with a group, even though you wanted to say no, because there's consequences to saying no. So there could be some belief systems, conscious or unconscious, that saying no is going to cut down your possibilities and opportunities. And also, it actually may open you up to being the sort of person you want to be, but you're not ready to be. So that's a very strong piece of our identity. So these are just some little insights I want you to think about. If you've stayed listening already to what I'm talking about, I suspect you may be saying yes a lot when in actual fact you want to say no and you don't know how. So let me share just some of the no's that my clients started doing and how well it worked for their life. So one big no for one of my clients was to cut back initially after 
already 40 hours of work. So what they were saying no to was anything beyond 40 hours of work. And that might seem like, well, of course, 40 hours is what we get paid to do. No, 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 no. This person worked for themselves. They actually worked on the land. And because they loved what they did, it was so easy to say yes to everything all day and all night, even yes to conversations around the dinner table about what's going on with work, which meant that this person could not unplug. This person was saying yes to everything in a business they actually loved, but they hadn't scheduled any time in beyond the 40 hours to actually have me time, downtime. So by saying no to working beyond the 40 hours or beyond the schedule that was appropriate for this person to do, even though they were in a business that was operating 24-7, they were saying yes. This person actually was saying yes to more me time in the long run, more productivity, really, really strong confidence. It also helped this person to say no to some pretty interesting behaviours that were going on in the business that because the boundaries hadn't been set for this person themselves, then they were finding it hard to set boundaries for other people. So another no that a client in a completely different field had was started to say no to her partner who kept chopping and changing and changing the rules. So they were in the process of buying a new home and, and leaving from um, a really a place that they'd been living at for a very long time. And as a partnership, they decided that they were going to move. But whenever push came to shove, the partner would, would literally dilly-dally or go and do work or inadvertently do everything possible to not make the choice to move forward happen. And once this client actually recognised that was going on, she actually stood in her power and said to her partner, no, enough is enough. We've made the decision we're going to go forward and do this. I'm saying no to that behaviour. So in essence, we're saying yes to a new boundary, no to the behaviour, and was actually setting a standard for their relationship. Another no that was, you know, this was just a beautiful no for this client was saying no to her mother-in-law visiting at all hours with no warning. Now, for some of you who have not worked or lived in family businesses or even on the land, this might be like, well, that's an obvious one. If you're going to go and visit someone, you would pick up the phone and check, are you home? Is it okay for a pop-in? Sometimes you can get in relationships where, particularly when it's in-laws or um, even family blood relations and there's there's some really interesting beliefs around authority and power and that this client had felt it was wrong to say no to her mother-in-law because in actual fact her mother-in-law had owned the home that this woman was now living in and had owned a big chunk of the business this woman lived in and uh, had worked in. And so there was all this weird-ass stuff going around about if I said no to her visiting at the drop of a hat, what else was she saying no to? And, and almost who was she to be able to do that? Now, this has had a major impact on her life because not only was she able to say no to a very influential and powerful person in her life, it's helped her to say no in so many other areas of her life, including to herself. 
that some other things that she was allowing to happen for herself no longer happen. And a last one I want to share, this is a really common one, particularly in the entrepreneurial space, is saying no to making below a certain amount of money. Come hell or high water, I'm not going to make less than this figure. And once again, if you're not in the entrepreneurial space, it could be like, wow, well, why would you bother doing that? You can just go out and get a job. The thing is, for those people who are really committed to working for themselves, sometimes we can overvalue the freedom of what that is and undervalue what we need to be making in order to make that freedom less uh, weighted and make it truly free. So that were just some really interesting examples of what I'm talking about by saying no. And um, I'm hoping that helps you to get an understanding too that saying no is a really powerful stance because it is allowing you to go and do other things or have better experiences. And um, it's more than anything, it's strengthening the resolve with which what you really want in life. So that's leading into my third point here about why is it important to learn to say no? The one word I wrote when I was thinking about that is empowerment. M, power in caps, all about power, power to yourself and empowering yourself to say no. Because the weird thing is that when we get really stuck at saying yes to a lot of things we want to say no to, we often blame the other person because we said yes to them. My God, why did I say yes to that person? I really wanted to say no, but they have this, you know, way that they make me feel or they're really pushy or, you know, we blame other people for the fact that we were not able to set a boundary with them. As I say that out loud and as you listen to this, I know that you know that is wrong, that is not a truth. But the beautiful thing is when you start to say no when you really want to say no rather than yes when you really say no, that boundary is a really clear demonstration and signal to yourself about yourself, about your desires, about your intentions, about your wants. And if you want to say no, but you're really saying yes, you are giving yourself the wrong signal. And no wonder it feels like crap when we do it. And at the end of the day, you can't have the life that you want by saying yes to everything and everyone. It is impossible. I have never met anyone who had a really beautiful, content and satisfying life because they said yes to everyone. And least of all, they said yes when they really wanted to say no. It's actually all about habitually practising how it feels to act from what you want and what you no longer want. That is the true power in life. And we know there's a weight to it. There's a beautiful weight and sense to it when we have this empowerment and also there's consequences to saying no. And often we aren't ready for the consequences or we believe we're not ready. And sometimes it's because we want to take on a big no we get to that point and it's like, that's it. Enough is enough. Line in the sand. It's a big no. It's a hard no. Sometimes that may be the easiest way to start practicing no. But for others, the easiest way to start chipping away at just learning to say no, 
to some of the uh, lower hanging fruit because then it gets easier to say no to the bigger hanging fruit. So I want to share finally my four steps on how you can start to say no better and easier. Now, the first step is, no surprise here, journaling and reflection. Spend some time. Now, you might want to do this over a couple of days. It depends. It depends how much yesing you're doing when you really want to say no. <laughs> but just journaling, writing down from this prompt, where in the last month have I said yes to something when I really wanted to say no? Another version to prompt is where in the last month have, do I now realise I wish I'd said no, but I had said yes to something, someone, some experience. So just use your journal up front in step one to get clear on where you're saying yes, but you would rather say no. The beautiful thing about this process is once you put your journal down, you are going, going to be going out into your world and you will start to see with greater awareness more yesing that you're doing when you want to do no or even sometimes it is valuable for you because you'll be able to see where in fact you're finding it easy to say no but that's another side so step one journal write down reflect however it is that you get out of your head and out of the last month's experience where have I been saying yes and I'd rather say no step two I want you to get clear on who you want to be. So it's parking the yesing and the knowing and get really clear on the identity you want. Who is it that I want to be? I am, so this is, you could journal on this, this is a prompt, I am the sort of person who, and start to write down all of the characteristics, traits. I'm the sort of person that pauses before I say yes. I am the sort of person who says, I will get back to you. I am the sort of person who pauses, gives myself the time to work out, do I want to say yes or no, and says no quicker than I have in the past. I'm the sort of person who is really clear on what is a hell yes and a hell no. But just start to really identify who it is you want to be. And if you need extra help with this, get on the web and Get a guided meditation about who you want to be. Get a guided visualisation about getting yourself in the state of who you want to be. And that's getting you really clear on your wants. It's so much easier when you know your wants to say no for. Now, step three. I want you to go back to step one's list. And I want you to pick the easiest no that you can. That means on that list you had a yes and you wish it said no. And I want you to pick the easiest one that you want to change. And you might go, oh, I should go hard or go home. No, bullshit. <laughs> so much evidence now that that is not the way to do it, particularly in the change process. I want a win for you. I want you to have a win. I want your new identity to have a win because the sooner we get that win, the sooner we bank the dopamine, the sooner we actually bank that practice and we get a vote 
for our new self. So I want you to pick off the list where you had, where I've been saying yes, but I'd rather say no, where I want to say no, who I want to say no to. I want you to pick the one that is the easiest for you and commit to doing it the next time it arises. Now, if this is something that's in a monthly cycle, you're going to have to say, <laughs> you're going to have to stay the course for the month. It would be easy to pick something that you can commit to and do within the next 24, 48 hours. And if you know that it was in a monthly cycle, but if you nip it in the bud in the next 24 to 48 hours, you actually get the win and it will stymie and get rid of any of the crap for the next 28 days, do it, okay? This is just representative of being the person who takes action and makes the changes she or he wants to make. And that leads me to step four. And often I finish at three steps, but this is the most vital step because you've done step one, you've identified where you're, you know, yesing and you want to be knowing. Step two, you've identified the person you want to be. Step three, you've taken action to say no to your easiest no and do it and get your win. Step four, to absolutely bank and embed that win, you've got to celebrate it. You have to find a way to celebrate that win. Now, versions of celebration can be happy dance. It can be journaling the win. It can be, look, the way that I know it is really beautiful is to share that win with someone that you know will celebrate your success. In my Gutsy Ladies group, that is one of the things that I love watching them do. The more they get into what they're doing and the changes they're making, they put a little message on the Facebook group or they shoot a little text to the um, group that we had going for the um, Accelerator program. And just by putting that little win in, it is confirming to yourself that you've done it. But the second thing is you are getting a dopamine hit. You are using your biology. You are um, getting that neurotransmitter to sign off and tick. And that is gold because the dopamine will help our mood. It'll help our motivation and it breeds confidence because we only get confidence from winning, don't we? <laughs> and I think you'd be surprised how many times and how much easier it is to say no and you get the win because you're really clear or you've definitely got clear about who you want to be. So I hope that this has been really useful for, if you're still listening right now, you are someone that is definitely wanting to say no more than you are currently doing. So please, even if you, you know, a lot of people say when they listen to this ep my episodes, they'll go back after the first lesson with pen and paper. Please do that by all means. And then I want to finish with a really cool little quote that I came across as well. And I think this, I know for my own life, this means a lot. Half of the troubles of this life can be traced to saying yes too quickly and not, not saying no soon enough. I'm going to say it again. Half of the troubles of this life can be traced to saying yes too quickly and not saying no soon enough. Because the sooner we say that no and get on with life and bank that vote for our new identity, life gets that beautiful momentum. It's pretty cool. Have a cracking day. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Gutsy Ladies podcast. 
If you haven't already, I'd love you to subscribe and send this episode to a friend who just may need a little reminder that she's a gutsy lady too. See you next week.